0: Hi everyone, this is Get Real With Work podcast series brought to you by YQ Society. This series will be on all podcast streaming platforms and YouTube. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Harina. (laughs) What does the series include? Well, we'll be placing all work reality subjects against one another, looking at the pros and the cons of the area and give you more of an insight of the expected environment or a working environment that you would expect to go into
1: where we talk about what it's like to work in different sized companies what it's like to really work in an office uh, as well as many more different topic areas this is based on our personal experiences and we would love to know your opinions and experiences that you are having or have had um this is podcast series is for anyone who is starting a career wants to change their career as well as just anyone who wants to know more
0: but we do have to put a disclaimer that we are everyday normal people and we are not counsellors or professional advisors in career or employment options. Every podcast will be coming from our experiences and yours too.
1: Please get involved with us, join in and follow us at Waikiki Society on all social medias such as Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn and Twitter. You can also follow us personally on Instagram. I'm at Harina Cole. You can also follow at Waikiki at YQ Society, plus at Caitlin La, underscore La.
0: (laughs) So join in and get involved with us.
1: We would love to hear from all of you guys.
0: (laughs) See you then. (laughs) Hello everyone, this is Get Real with Work Series brought to you by YQ Society. This series will be on all podcast streaming platforms and YouTube.
1: Today we'll be looking at what it's like to work in small and large companies, we'll be exploring the different experiences you may receive whilst working in these contrasting environments.
0: First, we're looking at the feeling of a small and large company. So what's your opinion about uh, the small and large companies? What do you feel about it?
1: Um, Well, I've only ever worked in small companies. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I've only ever worked, I think maximum there's been like eight people in the company I've worked for. Yeah. So I've always felt... There's always, always make really good friends Mm -hmm. and always the feeling of like family, Mm -hmm. essentially, Mm -hmm. because I see it's the same people I see over and over again, the same people I'm talking to. So there's always just that instant like friendship. I'm I'm with the people all the time. Mm -hmm. So I just, I see them, I talk to them, and we just, you know, so it's really nice friendship group more than just work colleagues definitely feel like that what about you how do you put your initial thoughts um
0: because I've worked in both I've had like small companies and uh, large companies um uh, previously it's like for small companies you get more opportunities like I get um, is it more than learning environment because everyone is learning together it's not like you have that one role and you're you stick to it right you're
1: Mm. if
0: say for instance if you are just um, the accounts for that company you only do accounts right so for me for small companies you tend to have like very varied responsibilities like sometimes you could be doing accounts one day and then sometimes you're doing the actual work you're meant to be doing it can vary yeah and then so with large companies it's very rigid structure because everyone's got their position everyone's in a hierarchy you don't tend to have that sort of family friendly feel it's more like very corporate very like very rigid there's no sort of like you can break boundaries and like sort of crossover i mean not not to say that you don't make friends in like the, the accounts department at versus yeah. the legal department it's just a little bit more like you have your own station and you stay in that station sort of. yeah scenario. i
1: suppose as well in large companies it's probably unlikely you'll be missing with mi- mixing with different
0: departments
1: mm. anyways mm-hmm. so i like say if you're working in a legal team it's probably very rarely you would need to go talk to the accounting team about something.
0: Exactly. And it's so
1: like I feel like it, I was like so it'd be very hard to make friends like mm-hmm. with accounting people um or any other department. Whereas in a small company, you know, there's probably one person doing multiple roles. Yeah. So you can always just talk to them anyway. So you've got friends with everyone in every department because everyone's doing everything, <laughs> you know, essentially.
0: Yeah. And also you tend to find smaller companies to be like founded by a, like a family, like husband and wife or brothers and sisters. And um, and therefore a lot of their mindset is like they're personally running the business. It's not that sort of veil between, oh, once I'm at home, I, all work life is at work, It's left at work. You sort of yeah. still have that carry on in your personal life. And I, in my personal opinion, is like, I quite like that because it means that everything matters. You know, you don't drop your responsibilities at the door of your company and then you go home. Um, Whereas when you're in a big company, you tend to go, okay, you know, 5pm, it's up. I don't need to care any longer. I drop all my respons- responsibility at my desk, at the company, and then go home. And that may vary for role to role, because you might have like a project management role where you have to care after hours. Um, but that, then again, that's a different role and a different perspective as well. Where in a small yeah. company, you're constantly worried and you're constantly considering like what's the next step or what have I need to do next for my family company or my company instead.
1: Yeah, I mm. think obviously that is also dependent on the role, mm. uh, like you said, because small companies, uh, like sometimes you know, you can just leave everything at work. Yeah. Because I know some people definitely like that, that they can just forget everything at work because mm. they want to have like a work life balance. I know yeah. like, if you're constantly working, like even after hours, especially if you're not getting paid, mm. then I think people <laughs> be like, no, that's. That's not it.
0: Yeah. But,
1: like, um, but I think different from you though, because I think with large companies that you always have to show your worth, so you always have to be constantly working even past the clock. Those with small mean? companies, I think they understand that like family time and time off are two very separate things. But I think large companies, they expect more from you because they, I think. Obviously, this is not the case where every single Mm. large company, but I have that feeling that if I don't constantly go above and beyond, that I am replaceable. Mm. I think a lot would have to work harder. Whereas in small companies, sorry, um, in small Mm. companies, you've got that friendship, you've got that Mm. connection. So they're like, it's going to be like harder to get rid of a person Mm. um, unless they've done something, you know, like gross misconduct like
0: that's the only way
1: (laughs) that I think in a small company you can really get rid of someone because the Mm. company I just finished working for no one was ever fired they just left like either because they wanted a new role or they wanted you know more responsibility or anything like that they've people have always left but they've never been
0: fired yeah
1: I feel like with large companies it's the other way around.
0: Um, I think your point is kind of, like, definitely true, especially in, like, corporate or, like, large companies, especially for, like, um, people who are coming in at, like, an a graduate role or a very basic entry role. Because a lot of paralegals always feel that pressure that if they don't do enough, or even just junior doctors don't do enough, they feel like they're going to lose that role. And, um, yeah. and it does ring true that if, like if you don't do something above and beyond the expectation you're required you tend to have that guilt inside you saying that oh I haven't done enough and there's that pressure that eats into you but I also find that with large companies is that um it's overly managed like you have loads of managerial positions that oversee a lot of things and sometimes it can be Mm -hmm. micromanaged where with some small companies it's a lot of independency like you are relying on by others and you rely on others to do things that you need to get done so it's very dependent on like for me I like that someone's relying on me as much as I'm relying on them rather than like yeah. having someone breathing down my neck and be like have you done this have you ch- ticked all the checklists and blah 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 I just feel like there's a less of like that sort of panic inside
1: yeah mm. yeah I feel like uh, the company I was, I just finished working at that the management they were there like they were good like they obviously double checked our work when it needed to be double checked mm-hmm. but it was never anyone breathing down our necks like you need to do this you need to do that like mm-hmm. our work was oversaw in a more relaxed way so mm-hmm. obviously we tried not to make mistakes but when mistakes were made mm-hmm. like it was brought to our attention in a very nice calm manner like no one yelled at us mm-hmm. like nothing was like oh my god this is the worst thing you could do you know blah 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 like it was very calm taken aside and I think with management in small companies they definitely have that extra time and the mm-hmm. want to train as well
0: oh yeah that's for I sure think, yeah
1: yeah there's definitely more of a oh like you know you didn't understand that Next time, just, you know, if you wanted more training or you were confused, just ask. Whereas I, in a large company, I know I would be scared to ask Mm. someone for further training or just to help clarify something. Because like I said before, I always feel that if you're not doing the best work you can do, or if you're confused, or you're not living up to the expectations of knowing everything on like the first day, then they can replace you. Mm -hmm. Whereas in small companies, I don't get that feel
0: i i definitely support your idea on that because me working in a currently working in a large company you get that sort of like lack of training there's love sort of like you have to get going immediately on day one there's no like there's no sort of like um a safety blanket where you can go look i haven't been trained in in this area and i would like someone to guide me through it and be um, able to explain to me where i've gone wrong and like although like a lot of companies are starting to see this sort of like downfall of like they need to have better trained staff um otherwise they're working with people who are under trained or not poorly trained or are not capable of doing the role and therefore leads to like either under performances or misperformances um, yeah. or a failure to achieve the goals that the company wants right and so with the current company i am working with they're not the best at that sort of side they're not really like uh they have a huge appetite to like give staff that training that they actually need and therefore you can tell that there's always a lack of um there's a lack of responsibility for that side and that's why I kind of think having a a smaller company sort of and not all it's very dependent on obviously each company but small companies tend to like need to train you because you have a multi-responsibility role you yeah. Know your position requires you to know quite a lot in every little thing, like quite a lot of little bits of everything. And so, yeah. with that in mind, you've got to be trained for those like other responsibilities. You have to take up, I feel like, depending on how your mindset is set, if you like to be independent on the get go and be left alone to learn how to do work, then definitely larger companies tend to have that sort of attitude. Um, yeah. comparison to small companies but what do you think about like say for instance because of like lack of training do you think there is also what what do you think about like communication wise as well
1: well in a small company I think communication was really good in a small company Mm -hmm. like we were always kept in the loop no matter even if it was like a small thing um everything was told to us so I was a receptionist Mm -hmm. um so that was like basically that we were everyone was a receptionist essentially I worked in you know, a GP practice mm-hmm. so I worked there so everyone was basically a receptionist doing admin tasks but we were always told by the practice manager mm-hmm. every little thing and she always wanted our input as well because mm-hmm. we were the one dealing with patients we were the ones that they would talk to mm-hmm. they would make complaints to like everything like that so we were always asked for input and communication they we always talk to always ask our opinion and as well we could always go to the practice manager she was so friendly she was like she was a great person
0: yeah
1: and so I could always just go to her and be like listen I'm having trouble on this or this just isn't working out like as a whole for the surgery like you know can we do something about it mm-hmm. and it was never I was never dismissed once like no this is like this is just the way it is that never happened mm-hmm. so it was always like you know what we'll bring everyone in on this we'll have a meeting and we will discuss it mm-hmm. so I, that's what communication was like it was very open communication mm-hmm. and if I felt like I needed something I was more than comfortable of going to the practice manager I'd be like oh I need this can you help me with this mm-hmm. and she was like yeah that's cool that's fine mm-hmm. Whereas I think in large companies like I said before maybe I just have a fear of large companies I'm not sure but it is scary <laughs> I think it would be scary to go to like mm. a higher up and be like I'm confused I'm scared or like I don't know what's going on can I get some help I think that it, there is that f- like fear I don't know maybe I should get that checked out
0: <laughs> No I, I think everyone does because it's like um, I don't know if you heard of it, but it's like the white coat syndrome. It's like you're afraid of people who have authority, or like not authority specifically, but even just a manager above you who have power, or like who has responsibility far greater than you. You yeah. feel like, oh crap! Like there's that sort of like boundary where I can't cross because I'm too afraid to ask. Um, I find that like mm. with small companies, if there isn't that communication or support within that small company, I feel like it's easily shown through there like the way they provide their services or their goods you can you can tell that they whatever they um provide is reflected upon a basis of like how they communicate in the company how they support each other and the best products come from companies that have great support and communication systems because that's really important in the company And sometimes I find that in large companies as well, especially like if they're really well organized and especially if they have um, a great structure, like a a, um, policy where like employees who are no matter if they're just entry level or if they're middle based um, um, staff or even just the even just the creme of the company I find that some companies have a great policy line and I, I despite the fact that my company lacks that sort of training side I have to admit that they really are good at communicating um in just in, in the sense of like day-to-day working like you know I get and um, they do a lot of I mean we are remote now so that's kind of Way easy way to explain it, but like I do get a lot of like the, uh, my colleagues coming to me, and there's a lot of back and forth to make sure things are done. And it's just like, okay, that's a real show how a company is good at something. And it's like if every colleague's capable of of working together despite whatever level they are. Like um, if someone just pops me a uh, pings me a message on Teams, it's like, okay, great. You know, um, I have you down here, I, I know what I need to do. And it's crucial because you can't run small or large companies or any employees. Mm. If you especially if you want employees to stay, um oh, yeah. you can't run it without communication. However, I do know loads of companies where there's a loss or a lack of communication, especially if there's a chain of employees you have to go through. Um you can get the stuff like the things that can be mistold or misunderstood and there's always a lot of backfire with like you know office politics and that can be commonly found in large companies where it hasn't got that communication foundation or support foundation that that company needs.
1: Mm. I feel in smaller companies as well that because it is a smaller number of people the communication is just easier and so like messages don't get lost in like maybe like a train of people. Mm-hmm. So I know like, obviously, now with technology, send email to everyone and it's fine. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the replies you get back on the email, they could get lost mm-hmm. yeah. in a message. Whereas in a small company, because it's what, like five, six people most times, then practice manager, she actually just comes to us and tells us whatever yeah. the message is.
0: So we I don't get an email. Lot. She just comes mm-hmm.
1: to us. And she tells every single person so everyone knows. And so if you have a query, you can just bring it straight up to her um, directly. Or if you just want to discuss it with the colleagues, like your colleagues are always there. You can always just talk to them about it as well. Mm -hmm. And you get like a general sense of what's going on. So I think, you know, the um, communication is better at that point that you don't have to go through as many people to talk to who you want to talk to. You can just like go find that person and be like, oh, hey, this is like, I need to tell you this, or this has just happened stuff like that so i think in regard to um small companies i think just because it's smaller it's just easier to communicate with people
0: Mm. i definitely think it's it takes away that whole um the corporate uh mentality where you need to build up the chain, you know, go up the ladder and before speaking to the person you need to speak to. I feel like with smaller companies there's a lot of more personality to it, it's, not, it's more personable to you and the company, you know, like generally like people who are sort of above you, like the managers or the directors of the company, of small companies, they tend to go like look, we want to know your problem because it will affect the rest of us, if it's not told, because it has that sort of yeah. impact, a ripple effect in a small company. And that goes with the same with like, you know, working towards a, um, your work progression or your career progression. Like, what do you think about like with small companies and progression?
1: I think, obviously, this is very dependent on the company and the role. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because um, sure. I felt in my, where I just left as a receptionist, There's was obviously no progression as a receptionist. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I could never, you know, the progression next would be, you know, basically doing the practice manager's role. Mm-hmm. And that was never really an option. Mm-hmm. So, I felt there was no progression there. But that there, there was training. though. So, like, you could progress mm-hmm. as, like, become, you know, take on an extra responsibility. Mm-hmm. I think that was, like, the most progression you could do. So, you mm-hmm. could also ask, oh, can I take over, you know, this specific thing? Or... You know, can I learn how to do this? And I think mm-hmm. that's fine. But obviously, depending on the role and the career that you're going into, I think there's always progression. No matter, like, depending, like, obviously, the company. But there's always progression in terms that you can always ask for further training. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like, com- as I said, like, communication is always good there. And it's like a family-friendly feel. Mm-hmm. So you can always just ask them, like, oh, I'm just, like, wondering, can I be uh, trained on this? Or can I be put to do further of this
0: yeah and I think definitely. yeah
1: and I think with the role that I'm going into now there's definitely um, in the interview I definitely asked about progression mm-hmm. and they, they were, even though it's a small company I'll be the sixth person there yeah. like it they did mention a lot of progression for me yeah. but I think that's very career specific because I know if I went to another receptionist role there probably mm-hmm. wouldn't be any signs of progression because they you know, there just wouldn't be any Where to grow. Um, role available for mm-hmm. that. Yeah. What about you working in a large company? What do you think
0: progressions are like? So, um, okay, so I have, and I have two thoughts on this. Um, I do think there is definitely more progressions because you know the whole famous climbing the ladder in a corporate companies it rings true you do you can climb the ladder like there are opportunities that you can start from the entry role and work your way all the way up to like you know you either you're like a junior to a senior to a manager of a role right and that that is rings true however in companies that are saturated um, especially at the top of the hierarchy, so a very much an upside down hierarchy run company. So if all the um, all the managers and all the directors are right at the top, and then you have so few entry roles at the bottom, um, it tends to be very difficult to progress, simply because oh. when the top layers are so many of them, you know, many directors, many vice presidents, many managerial roles have been taken you find it very hard for someone at an entry role to climb up that ladder because you're fighting against not one person who is next your level is actually 10 30 people above you who are already holding that position and probably yeah. don't want to want to go because they're getting paid what they want to pay they are having the responsibilities they want and therefore for those people who have entry level roles in those sort of companies it tends to be like I had no room to climb that specific corporate ladder, you know. Yeah. But I, I it rings true. Like progression can, doesn't need to mean that you step up in your career, but it could be. It could also mean growing in responsibility. So, companies, large companies, it is very dependent. It depends how they run the structure of the company. But if you ask for more responsibilities they quite happily give it to you because you are an asset to the company. So the more they can use out of you and the more you can use out of them is how they would put you, it puts you in a better position. Right. Um, But I also find that like a lot of large companies don't have room to grow because they already have tons of staff doing the work that they need. You're at a disadvantage and at a greater competition with all the other people who are probably more experienced than you or have more years in that company based on loyalty so you have a lot of factors to fight when it comes to progression in a small company uh, in a large company but um smaller companies have the tendency to give you a more flexible role you know you can have you can cross train across all departments because there's only like Like you said, there's only six of you. (laughs) And so you can be you can be both sides of the company if you wanted to, because they have that room to grow. And that's what a lot of startup companies say, like, you know, you can progress into someone who's entry level now and then like two, three years time, because they have the appetite to take in more staff or need more people to take up responsibilities. And that's what I generally think. So, like, depending on like if you're coming into a company at a really high level, you know. You're done. You're you you're blessed, you know. You don't need to
1: you're move up. Done. You don't like, You're you're sorted for life if yeah, you go that high level. You're, you're like, making cool, money. Okay.
0: <laughs> and it's true though, right? Like, what yeah, do you think? Like, with big companies.
1: I think big companies. I think when you first go, like, say entry level, mm-hmm. I think it's hard to then climb up mm. for that. Because, like you said, large companies probably more than one person at entry level. Yeah, you probably working against you know maybe like ten other people, mm-hmm. right? Which already beats the number of people in my in the company I'm about <laughs> yeah. to work for. <laughs> yeah. And so I think you're competing against them, and not only them, but the people that have also been there longer. Yeah. So like maybe just start the one step up for you, mm-hmm. and then you're just constantly competing against people. Mm-hmm and it stores that competition. So going back to what we said, like uh, going above and beyond, then you have to go extra above and beyond to yeah. prove that you are mm-hmm. better than those people that are already putting in their extra work. Yeah. So it's sort of kind of just going like round and round of always just having to work so hard mm-hmm. and you might not even get the position. Whereas mm-hmm. I think in small companies, obviously you have to work hard,
0: mm-hmm. but obviously yeah.
1: you still have to work hard. But in small growing companies, yeah. will be positions that are opening up to you
0: mm-hmm. and
1: that they will make for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in the company that I'm about to go work for, they're talking about like eventually, I think a few months in 2021, mm-hmm. that they will hire more people, mm-hmm. like if the you know, if the work hurries on as the rate it is, so that they you know, I think it's gonna yeah. go like the workload's gonna go higher. So I'll obviously be there for a couple of months. So I think obviously I would then have the um, opportunity to also train those people. So then I'll be their higher ups. And then, you know, they talked a lot about progression anyways. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I will be progressing as well. And then they might open new roles Mm -hmm. for me. And once I get the qualifications that they were talking about as well, then, you know, I feel like they would open a new position with a different salary the different rates mm-hmm. specifically for me once they give me the training that they think um i need yeah so i think small company uh, small companies are better like that in terms of they can cater to you as well
0: mm-hmm.
1: cater to your needs whereas large companies is like okay this is the job this is what you do progression you know maybe
0: yeah. depends
1: on how you how hard do you work compared to all, all the other people that are working yeah. so hard already?
0: Yeah, I also find that uh, I know this is again um, it, all dependent of like what people personally prefer. Like, if you're already in that senior position, it's going to be a far easier because you're not competing against multiple mm. senior positions, right? Um, but I also find that like um, small companies can show greater progression, like greater climbing than larger companies, um, larger yeah. companies, you have that, that sort of small incremental climbs, simply because that the the mentality of a corporate company is that. Mm- They've got so many people to cater to and it can't be personable to you. Um, I yeah. also find that like a lot of companies can't promise you growth in the five, next five years or even like a couple yeah. of years um, where smaller companies, especially startups, especially like small group of people, less than 30 sort of thing, or even, even just less than a hundred is still a small company. Yeah, find that they do, they can be creative with, um, new job progressions and and also give you more responsibility because it's obviously attuned to what the business needs that's a really like common like what yeah. i hear a lot is like oh what the business needs is what you need to work towards and i think that's exciting for someone who is um, who's also just graduating as well because you have that yeah. sort of like hunger to want to build that ladder for yourself um, yeah and and that's the f- funny thing, because a lot of people go, oh, but you can do that in a corporate company. Well, no, because everyone has that mindset, right? You come out of university, you're like, I want to be in the FTSE 100 companies. I want to be in the Magic Circle firm. I want the best hospital um, there is. But you can't be, because you've got to remember, not, you're one student out of hundreds, thousands maybe millions who who has that same mentality and no hospital no company can provide that those companies to cater for you they've got to make up new companies or new positions for you and that doesn't tend to accommodate the business needs sometimes they don't need a hundred staff you know sometimes they just need to keep afloat you know and and they don't need to climb any further especially they don't have that demand they can't really spend that more money to pay for more employees for no reason does that make sense yeah so it's a bit of a like again we're not saying that these are strictly what companies are like we're just saying that this is from our experience first and foremost also this is depending on the company's appetite for things and if they don't yeah. have that appetite, then you can't say small companies don't have that sort of um, progression. Well, no, but you know, there are progressions in other small companies that you didn't realize or other large yeah. companies. Yeah,
1: I think it goes either way, especially, you know, there's people, most people in their career, they do want to progress. But mm-hmm. I think finding the right company you want to actually progress in, because the most times when you like, you first start your job or the first start a career, that probably won't be the company you end up progressing in. Mm. Most times it might be. Mm -hmm. Other times you might find like, okay, this is a good base. However, I don't actually like the way this company works because you don't have to be loyal to a company for no reason. Mm. That is, I think is very important. Like if they're not giving you like a lot of what you feel like is important, like progression, say if they're not giving you the right kind of progression, then you can leave the company, go progress somewhere else. No, for sure. Like, So, and if you feel like as well, like, I think personally for me, I think if I didn't like working in a small company, I would definitely now go find a large company to work Mm -hmm. in. Because obviously, like, I think with people, especially in large and small companies, like when coming to that debate is like, large companies can give you so much more.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And
1: sometimes they can, Mm -hmm. but it's all about how comfortable you are. Working in a large company, because I don't know if I could be comfortable in a large company. <laughs> like I don't know if it could, as I said, it's scary.
0: <laughs> but on that point, like, um, so small companies tend to like not have the so-called budget. You know, the so-called, um, the so-called payouts that you kind of expect with large companies and therefore like you you may be doing the Mm -hmm. same role as someone else in a larger company but they may be getting paid a lot more you know however to every pros and cons there's always a benefit to being in a small company or a large company because large companies they tend to have like um a lot of like benefit packs you know like um, sort of like um larger team or company social events and like holiday and health insurance perks and uh, um equipment that you can work with and like uh, other things like gym memberships and that that's what you prefer when it comes to like a whole package to a career then sometimes a larger company provides that because they can they have the budget for it where smaller companies they expect you to work on the very basic um you know the minimalist perks you know like annual leave and you know excess like not many of them do provide that sort of um the corporate corporate package um because yeah. this whole company that i worked with everything was very like low-key very like down-to-earth sort of benefits um you know like i uh, maybe they'll put like a, a 20 pound monthly gym membership cost towards what your general membership would cost you know things like that it's not going to be as Glamorous as a corporate company, but that you—that's what you had to take into mind when you do choose a large company and a small company. Um, but I do say, I must say this: that annual leave for both com- large and small companies, vary a lot. Don't you think?
1: I kind of do, yeah, because I know that it's small companies tend to be more flexible,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, allowing annual leave. Like I know with the company I just left that. Um, you didn't really have to give that much notice if you wanted a holiday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could literally tell her that, pro- I can probably give a couple days notice mm-hmm. and just like, oh yeah, I need the holiday for this. Mm-hmm. I don't even need to tell them. I was just like, I just need this day off. And they were like, okay, that's fine. We'll find someone to cover. And that was like, it was fine. It was dealt with. Yeah. Like, it would be approved on that day. Like I didn't have to worry. Like I was just like, this is the days off I need. Um, so lucky. And she was just like, okay, fine yeah and, I have um I feel like in large companies I know that from your experience and what you told me like it's, it's, not,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's not the same way no no definitely not because um the, the contrast between me working in a small company before this one it was that um I didn't need to give a huge like I obviously obviously I respected my colleagues enough to be like I want to give you a week or two weeks notice of a short holiday right and they'll be like great we'll find cover there's no there there tends to be a lot of flexibility because it's down to a more personable relationship between you and the manager you're more closer um and thought therefore like um you don't have to be so pushed to give that notice as well like there's no expectation you have to be giving a notice on a certain date, where like in the current company, like my contract was, uh, my contract clause suggested that if you're gonna have more than a week off, you're gonna have to give me three months of notices. And if you're gonna have more than two weeks, you're gonna have to give like some stupid number of notices. But then again, like in a corp- in a big company, it tends to be that that case because they expect you to do your part in that company And when you do, when you're not there and you don't do your part or your role, they find it very difficult to put someone in your place. Yeah. You know, and therefore that there's, you know, then that's that whole scale of, like, who's going to cover you? Like, we don't have anyone who can, who's qualified to cover you, and therefore their whole, the whole, like, oh, we don't want you to take that holiday, come on, could you not split that holiday into fewer days so we don't feel the sort of demand or, like, feel the difficulty when you're gone? You know, and, but it can vary. I mean, some companies may have surplus of staff and may say, you know what, go take that month holiday, we have people to cover you.
1: And yeah
0: again that's you have to read the company as it's itself on its own um yeah I also find that with small companies it can be quite difficult if you're like there's only four of you and you're like
1: uh yeah and like there's no one able to yeah. do you yeah I definitely find that as well because I know even though they were like always approved holiday and everything like that there was always the part like oh so now I need to find someone who's willing to cover mm-hmm, and yeah. there was all like all the roles were part-time anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so we only worked in you know, a couple of days. But it's like, okay, who's going to cover? And if no one wants to cover, what's going to happen? So mm-hmm. it just really relied on, like, personal relationships, like you said, like, mm-hmm. like oh, I can take this holiday because I know that this person will cover me. Because they said that they will cover me.
0: Yeah. And,
1: you know, so there was never really that. So was, there was kind of, like, a bit of panic of, like, okay, like if I put this holiday in, say, for X amount of days, yeah. like who will do my job because obviously i'd liked everyone there so i didn't want the company to feel strained in the fact mm-hmm. that you know if i let if i went on holiday mm-hmm. like who's going to take my job like mm-hmm. who's going to cover my role yeah and it's not like i was doing anything specific that no one else could do like everyone could cover my part mm-hmm. but it's just finding that person that yeah. is willing to come in yeah so i think that's key different as well and i know as well actually with um smaller companies and annual leave like the new company that i'm going into they told me that their new job has duvet days what's that as part of the annual leave so part of your annual leave Mm -hmm. is there's two days that you can just phone up on the day and be like i'm not gonna come in today and they're like okay that's fine oh nice so like it's kind of they call it like a do-a-day but it can also kind of be seen like there's like a mental health day which is now like, obviously mm-hmm. a really big thing really prominent, so, yeah. like yeah so two days of the my entitled holiday mm-hmm. i can phone up on the day that i don't want to go in and be like i'm not going to come in today you don't need to be sick you don't need to have an appointment you can just be like i'm not coming in today because i don't want to come in today
0: That's idea. And that is fine yeah that's ideal. i was
1: so shocked when they told me that and in the interview i was like
0: um uh, hello that's Sign that's me weird <laughs> i was like that's weird
1: I'm, but i'll yeah,
0: take it I, this is my first time i've hearing never
1: heard that. of that yeah
0: yeah um because i know some companies um and, and i won't name any but like i know some companies who actually are so flexible because not because of they have enough stuff or they don't need you to work on that day. But because their demand is not as great as some sort of like, like a um, I I don't know, a bank or a, a law firm where the demand is constant, you know, there's no break yeah. in a day or in any part mm-hmm. of the week where they can just h- allow people to take off. But some people can just call on the day and be like, I'll take this whole week off and the managers will be okay with it. And I find yeah. those companies so rare. Because sometimes you do Very, need, yeah. like, you know, say for instance, you need to take, I don't know, a week off to sort something out, like someone has passed away, a bereavement period, and you think some companies can be so tight on time, especially for annual leave, and it's like, okay, well, let's be human here, you know, let's be, just you and I understand my situation is not going to be easy, yeah. and it, it may just be a week of you trying to, like, have a mental break, you know, and and I yeah. think everyone I deserves the last, yeah exactly and it doesn't have to be bereavement it could be just like you're having probably a really bad week you know and or you've had lots on your mind a lot on your case and you just need that breather and especially now that we're recognizing mental health is a big thing I think yeah a lot of companies you know albeit small or large com- um large companies they should consider having that sort of like you know, you can have a couple of days to yourself and give yourself that sort of rest that you need. Because some people sort of like think that sort of old fashioned mindset, or, you know, pull yourself together, you know, there's such thing as mental health. Well, you can't disregard it when it's such a big thing now. And I think companies should like reflect that in like, especially for annual leave as well. Um, Yeah, because
1: sometimes work can be the cause Mm -hmm. of maybe like you know just stress that may lead to you know like a mental like deterioration Mm -hmm. because sometimes we got so overwhelmed at work whether it's a large company or a small company you know work can still be overwhelming so I think if they take you know just a couple of days even just as part of the already entitled annual leave Mm -hmm. just for people to be able to say listen I'm not going to come in today like I just can't come in and no questions asked I feel like Obviously, then you need to look on the flip side of the actual management as well. Mm -hmm. Because they will need to find someone to cover you. Mm -hmm. But I think that shouldn't be a worry when you need to call in. Mm -hmm. Because say if you're having like really bad mental mental health deterioration Mm -hmm. and you can't be worried about your own mental health and then worried about work as well. Mm -hmm. I think, because that would obviously of the mental defeat. deterioration yeah. you'll be more stressed out if you think mm-hmm. about that so I think work if work um, implemented mental health days mm-hmm. in part of annual leave then I think then that's one part of like the stress and worry um, mm-hmm. and mental health that can part can go away slightly mm-hmm. because then work will be prepared in case mm-hmm. someone does call a mental health day yeah so I think in terms of Small companies, I think that they're more might be more understanding mm-hmm. of you need maybe a couple of days or like a day to yourself just to yeah. have a refresher and a break. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like large companies, you know, like maybe I don't know with large companies actually, what do you think about like the mental health and like large companies, like taking a break away mm-hmm. from work to recover from mental health?
0: I think. Um... I don't know if you've heard about it but like a lot of companies having are taking on more like social responsibilities and environmental uh, responsibilities and i think that's that's a way forward like we need to like if you're if the government it's not even just the government i mean like if we're saying as a public we need companies who show more respect and more regards to our social needs and then the environment needs and everything everything between it i think a lot of large companies are starting to appreciate that their employees need that moment you know they need that like one day off or do or even if they call it a do day now but like, um yeah. i think a lot of companies are starting to recognize that that the, more needs to be done on that side and i find like a lot of companies are starting to adopt like um people can have half days on fridays and like try to have okay. and especially if like um there is a mental issue they can have those couple days off and wouldn't be pressured to go back into work and be like peer pressure to say you didn't do this you didn't do you know a to z why didn't you do it You you don't have that managerial pressure anymore and i think that's a great way forward i mean i think i don't think every company does it but um more company needs to do it because yeah. If you don't recognize it i feel like a lot of employees are going to feel like they've been they've been treated on something and it's unfair because there's these cases aren't easy to be spotted you can't tell from one person to another whether they have a mental um you know de- like they've been deprived of some sort of mental issue or like or like even just have mental um um what's called minor mental um downfalls you know you can't spot it it's not something like a wound or like a cut you can tell um yeah yeah you know these things aren't like easily spotted and so if you can respect someone else's time they will respect your time you know it's a give and take sort of thing so i definitely think more companies need to take that on board i mean um the small company i worked with they were really understanding if something came up and they'd be like you know what even if we're low in staff there'll be a way to get around it They, I mean there, there isn't a the panic where like there's no one here you can't you can't go, <laughs> go stay 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 um and that's the great thing about working with small companies they can be have that more flexibility than a large company yeah
1: but I think as well in small companies mm-hmm. like you said that is their personal relationship mm-hmm. so like, I knew if ever, you know, maybe if I was a bit stressed out at work or, you know, I feel like maybe I took on too much and I couldn't handle it, mm-hmm. I could just go to the practice manager or, like, just and, and literally just anyone and mm-hmm. just be like, listen, this is what's going on. You know, I need to take a couple of days or, like, a day. Like, mm-hmm. I knew that that was always available to me. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, um, just having that chance as part of your annual leave, or just part of the role, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
1: just to be able to be like, I need a certain days off without feeling that you are burdening the company. And being able to just talk to a higher up, Mm -hmm. I think that would like, that's what all companies need to implement, Mm -hmm. whether it's a small company or a large company. Everyone needs to implement being able to talk um, to maybe a higher up or even just a colleague, Mm -hmm. anything like that. I feel like that's definitely really important
0: i definitely think there's a more of a job satisfaction when you are able to communicate your issues across the entire board of uh, staff like it doesn't matter if it's just your your you know same level entry staff to even if you work up to the director or the, even the ceo of the company because um i find that when you're able to communicate an issue to someone who can make a difference and they're willing to put that, that effort to making the difference, it makes your job more satisfying, you know, it makes your yeah. job more enjoyable to go to. Because if you're not being heard, you feel neglected, you feel denied, and it's just, uh, you know, it's just something that it should be taken into consideration without having to have, like, ha- without having a point system, like, well done you for acknowledging, you know, it should just yeah. happen naturally.
1: I definitely agree with your point about like communication has to be natural Mm -hmm. because I definitely in a small company I always felt comfortable talking to the higher ups and management Mm -hmm. like always able just to go to them and just be like like even if it was just for a chat it didn't even have to be work related for me Mm -hmm. like I know like I said I worked in a medical surgery so I was able to go to the practice manager I was even able to go to the doctor's And doctors, you know, I think there's always, like, oh, my God, they're doctors. They're, like, super smart. They're, like, very professional. They're, like, I was able to just go to them and talk to them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a really good thing about small companies, definitely, Mm -hmm. that they do. That there is that, like, you are comfortable, Mm -hmm. like, talking to anyone and whoever about anything. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, obviously, I'm not sure about large companies. I feel like there probably is... Specific people that you may feel comfortable Talking to in large companies mm-hmm. But you know Obviously I've not experienced that So I can't it wasn't me
0: <laughs> I hear like with small companies You get to know everyone quicker Like you oh, get to know definitely. your whole team in cast into the 200 300 or 1000 staffed Company yeah, I know your
1: grandchildren
0: <laughs> <laughs> All of them
1: yeah. I know every
0: single one yeah. of them <laughs> We're like in A large company like mine, I don't even know, like the next team to my department. You know, yeah, that sounds crazy, but I have a lot of people in my team already to remember their names and to know what their responsibilities are and what they're doing. You know, and therefore, I feel like with a large company, you either have to be there long enough to know everyone's name, or you will be in that company not knowing the whole company's name upset your department and that's the stark reality of it with large companies there is that sort of like if you think about it like sort of like classes of people that you stick to that whole year and then there's another class of people right next to you and um you may not find that with all big companies sometimes um companies do require different members from different departments and you do need to get to know their names and that makes sense because you you know that's how that job is is done right and so you may know the whole company's name but that there's still that whole like you'll never know them enough personally in comparison yeah. to a small company and you yeah. and it's just like um you, you start to go hi you're jimmy but i don't really know who you really are i just know that you're yeah. the you're, you know you're the it guy you
1: only know them in their job, job you don't yeah. know them outside no like don't. i know personally like. I I mean I've met with my work colleagues outside work as well. Like we we met up, we went out for like drinks in the park. We had a little picnic in the park. It was really actually. <laughs> and um, yeah, I know literally like I know about like their family as well. Like it, when we talk, it's just not work related.
0: No, exactly, and that's the difference.
1: Always like yeah, it's definitely like like we talk about their families their children some of them their grandchildren I'm the youngest one there they're all like 50 and I like I love them so like I know their children their grandchildren you know I know you know their husbands I know I know everything about them really (laughs) I know all of them and it's just like okay this is like I mean you know sometimes like some people might not want that kind of talk with their colleagues though Yeah. because I can see like definitely during work time conversations did definitely go in a very on a tangent shall yeah. I say yeah. so I know like in large companies where the work might be more like I'm not going to say like work, uh, work large companies do are more important but there might be different careers in large mm. companies that know very important specific work that needs to be done but mm-hmm. it's the role I was doing like we were we could talk and like yeah. it'll be fine but I know some people might not want to have that kind of like that personal talk because they do want to get on with their work mm-hmm. so I think that's what large companies is kind of good about that you are able to separate personal relationships and work relationships mm-hmm. that um so you can just focus on work Mm. like you like you can tell someone like oh listen I'm really busy I need to do this I don't really have time to talk today Mm. whereas I felt because I was friends with them I couldn't really tell them like listen I don't really want to talk about your grandchildren today (laughs) (laughs) like it was kind of like that like I did enjoy talking to them but sometimes it's just like like I just kind of want to focus on whatever task I'm doing at the moment but because it was that personal relationship uh, i didn't want them to hate me i was just like okay carry on talking because i think in a more corporate role Mm. but there is that but people are less willing to talk about their like personal lives anyways i think Uh, i think it's more very oh this is what i did on the weekend Mm. that's like as personal as it goes i
0: think it's a lot of small (laughs) fault you're right no um um, in larger companies you tend to just fall on and rely on small talk skills. Like you just go, okay, what did you do the weekend? Great, cool. Move on. And then it's back to work. And I feel like you only start to break that sort of personal boundary is in your team, like your immediate team that you work really closely with. And that's the only people who know you. Everyone else just knows you by your responsibility and your name, if that or that person that sits behind sadly you know it's always going to be that sort of like um, way of thinking and that's what you get with large companies so if you like that sort of (laughs) sort of environment where you don't need to get to know everyone personally and you just want to get your work done and leave it at the office then large companies all for you like whereas small companies you do have that sort of a family aspect you get to know each other regardless if you don't want to know about the next person yeah they will tell you because there's very little like like not is to go around for you to know everything about that person's life yeah even if you don't contribute to it and that's just um that's just I think that's the definitely the perks of having a small company because I quite like to know who I'm working with you know even if it's not like down to the T of what you what you did when you was two years old. But like, it's, it's nice to know what that person is like, rather than just working with a, someone who could just be a number, you know, a robot, another yeah. person in another room, you know. And, and that just comes with like, um, I find that like uh, social time um, with large companies, even though like they encourage to have social events and stuff like that, you find it that you don't want to do social events because you don't know the people not well enough yeah you know like why do i have to like drink um at a pub with bob down like at finance like i don't know bob but you do because it's a social event and you're meant to be socializing Um, yeah where like i find for you in a small company like you enjoy that social time because you know yeah. that it's gonna be funny. It's it's gonna have a lot of banter. It's gonna have a lot of chit chat, and at least you know each other, and you can look out for each other a lot more than like huge companies. And don't get me wrong, you might get that same, you know, aspect in as a large company, but it doesn't tend to be the same for everyone.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, our last Christmas dinner, so like in two thousand nineteen, when we had a Christmas dinner,
0: mm-hmm. like
1: most people will be like. Oh God, Christmas dinner with like work, can't be bothered to go. I was excited to go. I was like, <laughs> I was ready to go and like, you know, just see see them out of work as well. Like, because even though we're pretty much very similar to how we are at work, to how we are outside of work, yeah. Like it's still nice to see them. Mm-hmm. And it was really nice, you know, had a couple of drinks and like everyone was more like relaxed, they have to worry <laughs> about everything and it was just like really nice just to be able to talk to people more mm-hmm. in like a more relaxed situation yeah. and yeah like i said like i feel like once when you know them they become friends mm. and whereas in larger companies you might not have that kind of friendship connection with like everyone there so you don't want to go to like a massive social event full of everyone because mm. you don't want to see everyone yeah no Whereas i wanted to see everyone because i only worked with a few of the colleagues like yeah i only worked with a few people i didn't see them i don't see the others um all the time mm-hmm. so it was nice to be like oh my god i haven't seen sally you know <laughs> i haven't seen sally you know <laughs> uh, in like this many weeks i wonder what she's doing i really want to see her yeah, Whereas yeah. large companies are like oh i haven't seen sally in like five years i don't know where she is <laughs> like yeah no it's true
0: it's a really great point and um we would love to hear your thoughts and experiences i mean but these are just our own experiences and this is coming from places where we work and we've gone like i've gone through loads of companies um and it's only in the course of, like, four years of, like, working. And I think Harini's done the same. She's been through, like, multiple small companies, which is really funny because yeah. you do avoid small companies, large companies yourself, simply because... I do.
1: I never really noticed that. Mm. But, like, I think that's just kind of thing that attracts me. Like, when I was applying for jobs um, to start my career... Yeah, you're I attracted to yeah, no, I applied to all companies, whether large, oh. or, or, yeah, large mm-hmm. or small. I just applied to, you know, all of them. <laughs> and then when um, interviews came around, you know, I did tend to notice that I did prefer small companies. Mm-hmm. Even if I didn't notice there were small companies at first, yeah. it's just the way that, like, I think you can tell when someone's from a large company and a small company. That's interesting. You can definitely tell, like... The way that they explain things and the way they set things out is very like very different. But obviously that's very dependent on the actual companies itself and that mm. people like the way we just describe large and small companies might obviously will not apply to every single
0: yeah, large and no.
1: small company out there. That's yeah. why we would love to hear your guys' yeah. thoughts and experiences.
0: Oh definitely. And it sounds like small companies pick you. <laughs>
1: They pick me. They do <laughs> pick me. They, yeah. I, I'm a magnet for small companies. I yeah. can't help it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um, <laughs> let us know and joining and following us in. At YQ Society on all social media's that be Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And this recording will go on live uh, on YouTube so that you can watch us talk to one another, have a breakdown of what small companies and large companies are, and just get a whole feel for like the actual work life in different environments.
1: But the next episode that we will um, be looking at is working remotely and office based. And now this is very good time to discuss it, especially yeah, crucial. The Pandemic going on, that would definitely be very interesting. Very to interesting. About. Well, I'm Caitlin. I'm Verena. See you soon. <laughs> See you soon. <laughs>